Today, I'm going to share with you my top three tips for a successful marriage. Dream, believe, achieve. When you are ready to level up 1720, the podcast for next level Christians. I've been married to an amazing woman for the last 20 years. I can count the number of major fights we've had on just one hand. I wish I could claim all the credit for our success, but I cannot. I am married to an amazing, patient, and beautiful woman. And for whatever reason, she still loves me and pretends, rather convincingly, to laugh at my jokes. That brings me to my very first tip, selection. (laughs) If you have not tied the knot yet, there is still time. I would argue that who you choose to sign a legally binding death contract with is the most important success factor. At a minimum, it determines how hard or how easy the marriage will be. So how do you make a good selection? What are the key traits to look for in a spouse? Sadly, there's not one checklist I can give you. Because if my wife found it, she might decide to see how well I did, and that would not be good for my long-term prospects. Instead, let me tell you what a pastor once told me. Chase after God with all your heart. Then look to your left and right. Whoever is keeping pace with you, marry them. In other words, the best way to find a wife or husband is to get out in the world and do something you enjoy, something that makes you more interesting, something that adds to the value you can bring to a union. The more you do, the more you are engaged with the world around you, the more problems you're out there trying to solve, the more likely you're going to select a wife or husband that complements you. If you want to marry someone hot and interesting, be hot and interesting. Tip two, And this is a good one for those of you who are currently married. Realize that you can get a divorce. It sounds counterintuitive, but let that sink in. The only thing holding you together is a piece of paper and a promise. If either of you wake up one morning and decide to call it quits, it's over. A marriage is not something that you can put on autopilot. You have to work to stay married. You have to keep investing. Remember when you were dating? You would have such long and interesting conversations. You would ask her questions, and she was interested in more than just what your day was like. You wanted to understand this woman. You wanted to know all there was to know about them. When was the last time you talked like that? Trust me, you you don't have her all figured out, and she does not have you all figured out. My wife and I, see, we don't go on traditional dates. We do something called Saturdates. We get up very early on Saturdays and drive to the mountains and go on a one- or two-hour hike. No cell phones, no distractions, no one else to look at or talk to. Just God's creation and the woman I chose to love for the rest of my life. We walk and we talk. Intimacy is defined as close familiarity or friendship. The bedroom is fun, but conversations will keep your marriage intimate in a way sex cannot. Like sex, conversations are not just going to happen. You have to make time for it. You have to create a space for it. Tired after a long day of work is not a good time for sex, and it's not a good time for conversation. Okay, this last tip is huge, and it's something no one talks about. I'm not going to talk about sex anymore. (laughs) Cosmo can do more to educate you on the finer points of that act than I can do here on this podcast. This is about self-esteem and where it comes from. Low self-esteem will destroy a marriage. A person with low self-esteem will look at their partner and wonder why they're with them. The thinking goes, I know I'm messed up. And you must be really messed up to love me. Over time, the partner is devalued. Ironically, if the partner tells you you are great, but you know that you're a piece of crap, the compliment has the exact opposite of its intended impact. It calls into question the judgment of the partner, devaluing them even more. 
Low self-esteem is obvious in couples where the husband or wife just appears to be angry all the time, and nothing the spouse can say seems to help. Here at 7020, we know the only solution is to get back in touch with what God says about you. You cannot get from your spouse that which only God can supply. Your spouse cannot fix your self-esteem. As we noted, even when they try, it only makes it worse. God knew you before you were born. He is the only one who knows your true identity. He is the only one who can add value to your life without taking anything in return. He is the source of all value. Whatever you do, don't get married to fill a hole in your life. A spouse is not to fix something in the present. They are there to add value to your future. Spouses are helpmates. They are there to help you achieve your life's calling. If you need to better understand what God says about you or develop a clear vision for your life, go over to changeyourlifein8days.com. We have a special video there for you and a free eight-day program that will change your life and could even save your marriage.